This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Milton Shane, Emeritus Professor of History at UCT, is an expert on the history of South African Jewry, as well as the history of anti-Semitism. He's the author of a number of books, and his latest is entitled Fascists, Fabricators, and Fanaticists. Anti-Semitism in South Africa from 1948 to the present. I'm delighted to have him on my guest now to talk about that topic. Professor, welcome and thanks so much for joining me. Thank you very much, Reese. I hope that my voice is clearer than yours is on this line. Oh, I it's can very hear soft. You. I can hear can you, you perfectly. Um, so I'm going to let you do all the talking because I can hear you. Um, Professor, where do we blur the lines in a war between anti-Zionism and anti-Semitism? Well, it's, it's a big question, and I think the demonization of Zionism has been going on a long time. On the one hand, it's the classic mutation of Jew hatred through the centuries. Um, old medieval hatreds gave way to a secular form of hatred in modern times, racism as opposed to religious opposition and fantasies. And one thought it might have ended with the Second World War and the Holocaust, but it didn't. It's mutated, and it's arguable that it's taken on the form of anti-Zionism. Now, that, that's a broad background, but the fantasies have persisted. One saw the real turn in the mid-70s with the Zionism Racism Resolution, because that was a starting point for where we are today. Even though it was rescinded in the early 90s, it persisted, and took the form of Israel apartheid. And this was a political action. This was the start of a narrative driven often in the media, extending increasingly to the Western media, a new generation of journalists. And we saw the Durban conference in 2001, where the Israel apartheid, Zionism, racism came together in a Jew hate fest. So that's the broad background. But in the immediate period, what we've seen is the impact, I think, of social media, making it far more immediate and spreading far more insidiously. We saw it starting in the Arab Spring, how easy it was to get people onto the streets, easier than it would have been in 1848 with the revolutions in Europe. And then we also saw it with the COVID and the anti-vax crowd using social media in a very sophisticated way. Now we move into the present Hamas-Israel war. And uh, the line that is being crossed is the notion of Zionism as being a plague. Uh, this is a war to destroy Zionism, not to destroy Jews in the sense of the arguments of the enemies of the Jewish state. They've got nothing against Jews. But of course this is belied, and particularly in the case of Hamas. Now, their charter from their foundation till the last few years included the protocols of the elders of Zion, that infamous document, a foundation document of modern anti-Semitism. And uh, it's dedicated to destroy the Jewish state, and it lives in a fantasy world expressed in the protocols of the elders of Zion, even though it's been removed. Many other things in its charter persist with this idea of really a, a Manichaean struggle against Judaism and the Jews on Arab lands. And that's where we are today. And there's been a long history in the world, but in South Africa as well. Fantasy, it seems to me, is the biggest feature 
of anti-Semitism. It shares some features with other forms of racism, prejudice, but the world of fantasy when it comes to the Jews, when it comes to the Jewish state, is much more pronounced. And I'll give you an example going back many, many years. Um, the far right wing in South Africa, the white right, they, in the 50s and 60s, were viciously opposed to Zionism. And they believed it was in collusion with communism, that Jerusalem and big money was pulling the strings of the global economy. All of this is apparent. I mentioned in my new book that you kindly referred to at the start. And uh, it took another form in the new South Africa as well, in which these ideas percolated. And some important spokesmen and opposition to the Jewish state, they've made these cases of the Jews even being responsible for controlling the ANC, those opponents of the ANC or even ANC people saying that the Jews are dominating the South African society. Prof, you spoke about the white right. What about the woke left? Sorry, I, I didn't get that question. What about the woke left, the left, left-wing anti-Semitism? Well, yeah, that's, that's an important question, the, the woke left, if one calls it that. It's a progressive sort of movement in which a new generation, fed with these ideas, looking for a cause have focused on Israel. They've ignored things like Boko Haram, killing probably over 50,000 in the last 15 years in Africa. They've ignored many other causes. No one worried about the Chechens, who were decimated by the Russians, but the Israeli conflict has been central. And it's not without some effort on the part of those dedicated to opposing the Jewish state. Uh, chairs of Middle Eastern studies have been founded with a particular narrative. I'm not saying there's entirely no merit in these things. History is always debated. But in this case, it has been a serious and sustained effort. And the young generations, and we see this in the opinion polls, the, the polls are showing at the moment from what I read, young people between 18 and 24, the majority see the Hamas attacks on 7 October as justified in terms of Israeli occupation. Well, if you demonize the enemy to such an extent as Israel has been demonized in the last few decades, then you are destroying a bacillus. It's the old uh, Nazi idea, the famous idea of warrant for genocide, which arises out of the protocols of the elders of Zion. The notion that you are defending yourself rather than attacking, you are saving the world from the scourge of the Jewish state. Professor, you speak about seeing Jews, demonizing the Jews. A question that was asked by a journalist was, what has Israel done to the Palestinians that makes them so angry that they've they feel that killing Jews is justified. How would you respond to a question like that? Well, it doesn't surprise you when it comes from the Hamas, because they are murderous and dedicated to destroy Israel organization. That's claimed, they've said it, and that's where they stand. If this had happened in a popular type of intifada, the issue would have been more difficult, because the occupation has been going on for a long time. There's a sense among most players in the world, that the need for Palestinian statehood is there. But of course, the Israeli government, particularly the far-right government, but Bibi Netanyahu, 
have played on the idea, and it's not without some merit, that one's not sure who to speak to with regard to the occupation and to regard to doing a deal because no one knows who represents the Palestinians. And opinion polls have shown that Hamas is not to be underrated. So the Hamas attacks are simple, blatant, Jew-hating murder. They have shifted the goalposts because I don't think things will ever be the same. In that sense, they may have been fairly successful, but time will tell. It's difficult to look at a moving target. Oh, Professor, it's difficult to look at a moving target, but would you say that for Jews now, it's reminiscent of pre-Nazi Germany? That the, the Jews sorry, are... Therese, it's very oh. soft, the line. I'm sorry. Um, Professor, for, uh, for Jews now, is this reminiscent of 1939, or is that... Uh, an exaggeration. The way Jews are feeling I'm, I'm at the not moment. Oh, and Craig is indicating time up. Is that correct? Okay. Sorry, Professor. I, w- I would have loved no, to no, get no. your thoughts on that, but maybe I'll just um, drop you an email, Professor. If anybody'd like to get a copy of your book, Fascists, Fabricators, and Fanaticists: Anti-Semitism in South Africa from 1948 to the Present, where should they go? Did you ask me where they can get the copy? Correct. It's in it's in bookshops. Any of the bookshops. Okay, I know I'm going to buy one on the weekend. Professor, thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure. Sorry about the line. No worries. We'll do it again. Okay. Thank you, Sharif. Thank you. That was Bye. Professor Milton Shane, Emeritus Professor of History at UCT.